praise the Lord everyone on today. This is Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turned Up Ministries coming to you live on the podcast today with a word entitled, It Was Good For Me. It Was Good For Me. Our scripture verse for today is going to come out of the book of Psalms, the 119th chapter of Psalms. You know, this Psalms is a, this psalm is a very important psalm simply because it reassures us. The overall message of Psalm 119 focuses on the truth of God's word and only his truth. God's truth encourages us through every generation to stay close, to stay connected, and to stay focused on his word and his word alone. No matter what swirls around us in this world, no matter what's going on, no matter what's not going on, no matter how we feel, no matter how the opinions change, the theories arise, we stay focused on God. We become cemented, planted in the Word of God where it becomes our way of life, living in the freedom and knowledge of God's ways, obeying His law above all else, and keeping in step with His commandments, knowing that that is the only way to truly live wise and strong lives, bringing our flesh under subjection, separating the light from the darkness, and continuing to allow Him to shape and mold us into the soldiers, the sons and the daughters that the death and blood of Jesus has afforded those who will abide in such a narrow path. In Psalm 119 and 67, it says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. When we see this word before, you know, this is a conclusion that the psalmist has come to. Uh, Credit has been given to many men to have written this psalm. Some say it was King David, some say it was Ezariah the priest, some even say it was Daniel. But nonetheless, whoever it was, it was truly a man who had an intimate relationship, an intimate connection with God because he understood that before, meaning in former times, preceding where he was at this point in his life right now, that He had gone astray. He said, before I was afflicted. To be afflicted means to uh, be affected with or continued or often repeated pain. This pain can be a mental pain. It can be a physical pain. And obviously when God is calling you or doing something in your life, it will ultimately be a spiritual pain that manifests itself in a nudging, a pulling, a hunger, a longing, getting your attention because God is calling you up higher. He's calling you deeper. He, he, he's opening his arms and ushering you into a place that you continue to deny or you just clearly do not recognize. So being, being afflicted, uh, is suffering. Yes, there is suffering in being afflicted. There's grief in being afflicted. There's distress in being afflicted. And these symptoms can uh, manifest themselves in any manner of ways because God is sovereign. He knows what to touch, who to touch, and where to touch us in order to get our attention to get us to where he's taken us. But isn't it amazing? He says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Before I was afflicted. 
until God put his hands on me, I was doing my own thing. Until uh, my life turned upside down, I thought I knew what was best for me. You see, before I was afflicted, I went astray. To, to, to go astray simply means to be out of the right way or not in the proper place, you understand, wandering from the righteous ways, the righteous paths of God for the things God has ordained you to do uh, uh, compared to the things that your talent will allow you to do, that your educational degree will allow you to do, that your community, your culture, and the people around you are allowing you to do, where you believe you can live by your opinion or by your might or by your strength or by your own wisdom, and God is saying, no, it's not so. Because you have an adversary, you have an enemy, he's cunning, he's conniving, conniving, he's deceptive, he's subtle, he can beguile you just like he did Eve in the garden in the very beginning. So your natural mind is not capable of defeating this foe who is as old as the day is long and he has a form of wisdom but it is not superior to the wisdom of God who wants to give you the mind of Christ, as he tells you in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, the divine mind, the mind that knows all things, the mind that has created all things, the mind that is never caught uh, by surprise or off guard, the one who goes before you to prepare a place to equip you to be able to always overcome, to always win, where everything works out in your favor because that's what the Bible says in Romans 8 and 28 and we know for we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose not your purpose not my purpose not the purpose that the world has for you but to God's purpose and I get this purpose because I choose to stay in the path in which he has ordained for my life, the path in which he has created, knowing that outside of this path, as the psalmist tells us in Psalms 119.67, before I was afflicted, I went astray. It is very easy to go astray astray in a world where there's many things uh, trying to attract our attention and our devotion and and, and our resources, and we leave God out. We, 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 We turn our backs on Him. We turn our attention to natural things, not understanding that we live in a fallen world, and the only way to overcome this fallen world is by supernatural means, by divine assistance, by supernatural structure. There's nothing I can do in this world apart from God and win the manner in in, in the manner in which he has ordained me to win and allowed me to win. I have to be supernaturally structured. But the result of all this afflicting, the result of all this pain, the result of, 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 of what to, to the natural man would be destruction and downturn and maybe even death, to the man or to the woman that God has selected and he so graciously put his hands upon because the Bible says, as many as I love, I chasten. Hallelujah. God puts his hands on them. As many as I love. He says, if he doesn't chasten you, then you are like a bastard son. You're like a son without a father. The end of verse 119.67 says, but now have I kept thy word. Amazing. 
that if it takes affliction, that if it takes downturn, that if it takes even the death of someone or something that's very near and dear to you, if it leads you back into the arms of your Lord and Savior, if it leads you back into getting your right and your renewed mind, if it allows you to get back in position to understand that no weapon formed against you can prosper, that you have been created to be a king and a priest, if it opens up your eyes to rediscovering the kingdom of God, and if it pushes you to walk in obscene and bold faith in your God that everything is rigged in your favor, then it was not in vain. You see, because remember, all things work together for the good of those who love God. And if you love God, you'll surrender to God. You'll submit to God. You'll praise God. You'll pray to God. You'll worship God. Hallelujah. And more importantly, your life will be a witness for God. This is the amazing separation of those who are carnally in God and those who will go on to be spiritual beings who've not only been baptized by water, but also by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ will baptize you with fire. And when you have fire, there will be a fire burning inside of you. And this fire will continue to consume you to you get to the point where you know not yourself anymore. And if you don't know yourself, then you know other people don't know you. That's why you can block them out and they can have their outside opinions and their voices and their accusations and their persecutions. But it matters not because you are who God says you are. You are a son or daughter of the most high God. You are a weapon. You are a warrior. And he's given you armor to fight the fight and the battle. And he's equipped you because the Bible says who he foreknew, he also did predestinate. Hallelujah. And it says if he predestinated you, he's also called you. And if he's called you, he's also justified you. And if he's justified you in the name of Jesus, he will also glorify you for his name. It is good for me. You need to look back on every bad thing that you think was bad that happened to you and praise him right now and say, it was good for me. And then you need to open up your heart and open up your mind and seek him even more for the things that are not yet happened to you that will not feel good, but because you're in your right mind and your renewed mind and because the spirit of God abides upon you and wants to captivate you even the more that when those things come in the days of head, you will not shrink. You will not shirk back. You will not get into fear or doubt. You will stand tall and say, it was good for me because God chastened those that he loved. He chastened me because he wants to remove the dross. He wants to remove the trash. He wants to remove anything that's unlike him that's in me so that I can be just like my father, so that I can operate just like my elder brother, Jesus Christ, so that I can take my rightful seat as a joint heir at the right hand of God on the throne in the name of Jesus. It is good for me. Nothing just happens to the son or daughter of the most high God. You just merely need to have your lenses cleaned so that you see it clearly because if God is for you, who can be against you? It is good for me that I was afflicted in Jesus' name. Amen.